0: What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game over episode 163. For Thursday, November 16, 2023, I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up?
1: Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick. This episode is brought to you by Masturbating in Public. So much fun, it should be illegal. Anyway, <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of that one? I, thought that, I, I was pretty proud of that one.
0: Yeah, actually, if you go to the Grimsley Park, uh, there's a the the Grimsley Park handjobber who'll give you a handjob for free, if you uh, oh, yeah. So.
1: Only thing better than uh than masturbating is someone else doing it for you. So there you go. There you go. If you're on Grimsley Park, just hit up the Grimsley Park handjobber. Does he have a business card or like a like a Twitter?
0: <laughs> um, LinkedIn?
1: You contact him. No,
0: he's still using MySpace. So <laughs> just hit him up on MySpace. Tell him you'll put him in this in your top eight and he'll give you (laughs) a free hand (laughs) job
1: there you go (laughs) we got a lot we've done not a lot happened this week uh we have some pretty interesting discussion topics and we played some games so let's start really start man tell me what you've been playing gunhead gunhead what is that
0: gunhead is the latest game from the developers of cryptarch which i've never played (laughs) But um, heard of it. yeah, it's, you never heard of Cryptarch? I've heard of Arc. I just haven't played it. I've
1: never heard of it. What is it?
0: It's a roguelike. Cryptark. well, Cryptarch is like a roguelike. It's a 2D roguelike. So Gunhead, I guess, takes the things that Arc did and then does it in 3D.
1: There you go.
0: So that's, uh, (laughs) that's, um, it's from Alien Trap. Basically, you get this mech and you can attach guns to it in a variety of slots. I think you get like four weapon slots and you can use them all at the same time or in a, you know, swap between them or whatever. But the the premise of the game is that you're like raiding derelict spaceships and you're trying to like destroy them for scrap and then sell the scrap for money. And one of the big emphasis on the games is analyzing the, the, the ship that you're about to raid and then... Scanning its systems it has it has a bunch of like different internal systems like hey it's got a alarm system here and it's got a a weapons system here or It's got a repair system here and if you don't destroy the repair system first It'll if you destroy any other system, it'll repair those systems or if you don't destroy the alarm system first Then if you destroy something else, it'll send an alarm and something else is under attack and more enemies will come at you and stuff like that so one of the core mechanics of the game is like planning out your attack strategy kind of scanning all the rooms and being like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go hit this system first and it's gonna shut down all this stuff or um I'm hitting this system over here because it's blocking the map. So if I hit, if I kill that system, then I can it'll reveal the map, and then I can see everything else. Or this one will reveal the enemies. Um, you can see the whole map typically before you even start. So you can just you it really lets you just plan stuff out and really get get into it before you uh, go into attack. Um, and then once you go into attack. It's just this high actane first person shooter. You got a jetpack. You get a bunch of weapons. You get a um if you run out of ammo for your weapons, you have this like thrust ability. It's like a javelin. You just like launch yourself into the enemy. Uh which is really awesome. fun. And the jetpack is super generous. You're just flying all over the place. And it's um it's just really fun. It's really fun. It keeps you on your toes. It makes you uh just you have to have like full situational awareness cuz just there's a lot of stuff happening around you at the same time and then it gives you challenges um based on like before you enter the before you decide to like att- start attacking the ship you get a bunch of challenges it's like hey destroy every system or destroy two systems within 30 seconds so The whole game isn't really about just doing the roguelike thing of just going through and doing the level it is about doing these challenges doing it as fast and efficiently as possible and really coming up with a plan of attack to do it as efficiently as possible and that's i I think where the where the fun really comes in because you could just you could just do it kind of leisurely and just walk through and kind of just um you know, do it at your own pace, but yeah. you get you get rewarded for doing it, um, doing all the challenges and and stuff. So it's um is way more fun that way. I
1: fuck with that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I can get behind that.
0: Yeah, I played it during the the demo derby, and it was one of the games where I was like, "This was fucking great." <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it just came out. It's like fifteen bucks on Steam so it's a good price it's a lot of fun and uh yeah it's not not very complicated so uh that's yeah that's all i gotta say about it it's pretty good
1: i gotta give it a shot that sounds like that sounds dope i can get behind that yeah it's like a lot of fun is that all you played this week
0: that is all i played this week
1: I have not been playing a lot because I've been super busy with work and stuff, and my brother's in town, so I've been hanging out with him. But when you're a dad, like hanging out with somebody is just like watching your kids together. <laughs> so <laughs> never really had time to play anything. Um I'm playing Diablo Four again. Just it's something that's fun, doesn't take a lot of like investment from me once I got like stuff going and I can just like jump into it and have a good time with it with what I'm doing now. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um playing that. Still fun. This season's been great. I acknowledge it's not for everybody, but it's it's for me. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Um I'm having fun with it. Um I'm also playing uh, Pokemon Scarlet just occasionally cuz some of the raids some of the new raids are coming up. I just finished the uh Hisuwin Typhlosion raid. ...with my brother. That was fun. Uh, there's an Eevee raid coming up tomorrow that I'm gonna check out... ...once that's available. I shouldn't have to breed anything for it. I think I got a, a Pokémon that should be able to take it out... ...pretty easily, but I'll find out tomorrow when it, like, wrecks my shit, because there's something I wasn't expecting. Uh, still fun. Like, I know people give Scarlet a lot of shit, and it deserves it. Graphically, the game's terrible. There's not a lot of animation for the Pokémon, despite the fact that, like... The whole reason they didn't bring a bunch of Pokemon back is to work on, like, the animation. Which sounds like bullshit because it looks, it looks <laughs> just was copied and pasted from the 3DS games. But, it is still a lot of fun to play through. Um, the terra-typing mechanic is super cool. I really like it. It makes a huge difference to the game, gameplay-wise. Even though none of the fucking gym leaders actually utilize it that well. And the raid battles are super fun. The game's super easy to, like, EV train and IV breed your Pokemon. So it makes it super easy to, like, when you hear about a raid coming up, to breed a Pokemon specifically to take on that raid. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. I know it doesn't sound like fun to a lot of people, but it's fun to me, it! So, fuck you. Um... But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Nothing really big, nothing big, new new to announce. So let's go into the news, some quickies. Uh, the Game Awards 2023 nominees just got announced. Do you want to go through all of these? or There's a couple you want to hit on?
0: No, uh, just the big ones, which is the Game of the Year.
1: Yeah, that's this is going to be a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Because when I heard Game of the Year, I was like, oh, Tears of the Kingdom, easy. And I remember, like, oh, Spider-Man 2 came out this year. So did Baldur's Gate 3. Resident Evil 4, which
0: <laughs> I forgot yeah.
1: existed because it came out so early in the year. Um,
0: uh, I feel like Alan Wake 2 is a weird one. Not because it's good, not because it's not good, but because it's it just came out. Just came just out. Came out yeah. I feel like there's it other stuff that, like, just came out that could have been in there, but... Like Mario Brothers Wonder is great, but yeah, like same thing. It like just came out. Yeah, uh I don't know. I feel like some of these they kind of just threw in there because not. And I'm not. I'm not gonna even say that the controversy is that Starfield. People wanted Starfield in here, which let me tell you, really? it's not. It's not really? at all. Come not on. at all game of the year. But I would. I would. It would make more sense to have that than some of these games that like just came out. Like I understand that Mario's Wonder is an incredible game. Alan Wake Two, I understand, is also incredible. I haven't, yeah, I need to like play the the uh, original ones, but uh, I understand that game is incredible. But there's there's other games in here that I feel like yeah have been had 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 a little more of a test of time. You know, they've they've undergone the, the honeymoon period is kind of over with them. Yeah. So but this is an incredible selection. I think I think personally I think Bardo's gate is just gonna sweep everything. <laughs> I think, I think Bardo's Gate has
1: a good chance to sweep everything too, yeah. Like
0: it's just kind of it's incredible in like every category yeah to where i think it is it is it is like it's that game this year
1: as much as i hope it's gonna be boulders gate 3 i think the popular vote is probably gonna be either tears of the kingdom or like spider-man 2 is what i think it's gonna be i yeah. think out of these out of this whole selection here it's between like it's stacked like boulders gate 3 resident Evil four, tears of the kingdom would be like my choice and but I think like Spider Man 2 or Tears of the Kingdom is actually gonna take it home if I'm being honest. Just because like they're 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 a lot more popular. Like you see them on the internet a lot more.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think it's gonna sweep a lot of a lot of stuff. Um There's a couple other things to note too. Like I don't wanna go over like best narrative, best art direction. But if Hi Fi Rush doesn't win Best Art Direction, I'd be fucking pissed um best score in music. Hi-Fi Rush better fucking win best score in music. But it's not going to. I feel like it's not going to.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's I there's a lot of stuff here where I was like yeah, that's a good. That's a good. I didn't play a lot of like looking at these I'm like, "Oh man, I didn't I didn't play these, man." <laughs> and the ones I did play, it was kind of like lukewarm on like yeah. Not like Barter's Gate, for example. Mm-hmm. I didn't I haven't gone back to it yet after my first endeavor with it because I don't know. It's just not it's not my kind of game. And it's also it's just a, a bit of a time sink. If I were to get into it. Uh, so but like I can recognize the quality that is there. Yeah. Um, like same thing with Hi-Fi Rush. I haven't gotten into it yet. It is on. It's still on Game Pass.
1: It is, and it's incredible. <laughs> like it seriously is just. It's so good, dude. It's so good.
0: Some of these, uh, like best RPG. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and argue about what an RPG is, but um,
1: uh, which category is best RPG? Best RPG. Well, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Cause like they they show the categories one at a time. I can't just like oh view all categories.
0: Yeah.
1: view all categories button. Best RPG, what's in here? Let's see. Um Okay, Baldur's Gate is definitely an RPG. Yeah. Sea of Star is definitely an RPG. But I would argue that like Final Fantasy, Lies of P and Starfield don't lean that hard to the RPG part of the RPG.
0: This is where like genres get stupid because Yeah genres don't really make sense anymore
1: yeah
0: because everything is everything now like everything's technically an rpg now or it has rpg mechanics like if you really want to talk rpg like starfield they try to convince you that it's an rpg but that game is not a fucking rpg it is as far from an rpg as you can get
1: Like, I will argue it's like a space simulator, like loosely.
0: Yeah, not even. It's It's,
1: not (laughs) not enough. I wouldn't even know what to categorize if I'm being totally honest. It's
0: a first-person shooter is what it is. I think it's like at least 90% FPS, and then the rest of it is just a mix of other shit.
1: Well, no, okay, because, like, you really need to put, like, 500 hours into the game to, like, really get <laughs> into it, according to, like, every fucking Starfield defender out there. <laughs> We're not going to start that argument again, but <laughs> we already said our piece on that. Um, There's a lot of stuff in here that I just really don't care about. Best adaptation. All right, because a bunch of shit came out. So what defines an adaptation? Is it just something... Recognizing an outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Okay, so Twisted Metal, Super Mario movie, and Nocturn. I don't even understand.
0: I don't even understand how Twisted Metal is in this list. Because
1: Yeah. Same with Gran Turismo. It's not an adaptation of the games. Like it's it's a story about like it's a it's like a biopic about like a dude who was really good at Gran Turismo and used that to get into actual Gran Turismo racing. Like that's the only, it's not adapting the game at all. Like it's a story about the game, but it's not adapting a game. Like what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah. So, and Twisted Metal is dog shit from anyone who I've heard talk about it. So I've including, heard it's fun. Including David Jaffe. I heard you heard it's fun. I heard it was absolute yeah. dog shit, but yeah. okay.
1: I never grew up with Twisted Metal though, so that's probably why. But does Twisted Metal really have like
0: a lore? Like a really
1: deep lore? Does it really? It does. Are you you a big Twisted Metal fan?
0: I'm not a big Twisted Metal. The only one I've played was Twisted Metal Black, and that is the one that has the lore. That game is fucking incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like every character has their own story. It makes you play that game fucking 20 times because every character has a a thing has like a story have you
1: watched watched it yet or
0: I haven't watched it I heard it was dog shit but uh (laughs) that's the only reason why I mean I haven't watched any the only thing I've seen here is the last of us and super mario so
1: which again like don't really a super mario brothers movie doesn't really adapt the games like not really it adapts like concepts of the games but like yeah you're not you're not watching it to like get an authentic like representation of the video games right like
0: yeah i guess but is that, like it's, that it's that it's that movie and one it's that like it's that game in it's that universe in video in movie form you yeah know? So. it's not
1: like adapting a game like it's and that, that's what i get annoyed with when it says adaptations because it's like
0: well i think the wording
1: like nocturne is nocturne doesn't little... adapt nocturne doesn't adapt um Rondo of Blood, at least that first season doesn't so far. But it's okay, because it's fucking good. Like, same with, like, at the first season of Castlevania, the first series. It doesn't really adapt Castlevania 3, like, one-to-one, but it's still really fucking good because the stuff it doesn't adapt or the stuff it includes are, like, really good. But again, yeah. like, Twisted Metal isn't, like, a one-to-one adaptation of the games. And neither is the Mario Brothers movie. Gran Turismo isn't even an adaptation of the games at all. It's like, again, it's a story about, like, a dude who was really good at the games and used that to, like, actual join real Gran Turismo racing.
0: Yeah, it's the last Starfighter. They reference the
1: games in the fucking trailer. Like, it's in the trailer. Like, they fucking reference it. Like, so it's weird to me that it's not an adaptation. Like...
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he you're did. getting hung up on the the wording that they're I using am. here. I Because
1: fucking <laughs> words mean something, goddammit! Like, <laughs> what kind of society do we live in where words don't mean anything?
0: Was uh Cyberpunk not this year? Or what about um, even, I think uh, it was in
1: Best Narrative. For- what about that
0: Ubisoft <laughs> one? Oh, I'm talking about the anime, though.
1: Oh, Edge Runners came out last year, I think.
0: Did it? Okay.
1: Like, right at the end of last year. Let me double check, actually.
0: Or even that, like Ubisoft one.
1: Yeah, Edge Runners came out like September of last year, and Captain Laserhawk I think came out. When did that come out? Hold up.
0: The Last of Us doesn't feel like it was this year, but I guess it was
1: October nineteenth. So Captain Laserhawk came out in, like October, which like, again, I wouldn't put on this list. It's not adapting the games; it's its own thing.
0: Yeah, like, but it's based on it's based on very,
1: very, very, very loosely. It's like you know when you were a kid and you used to play with like toys and you had like action figures from like different like franchises <laughs> and you made them like play together. Imagine that, but like Quentin Tarantino doing it. Yeah, I got <laughs> and, like, my that's...
0: Macho Man and I got my GI Joe. <laughs> exactly.
1: And. Have you watched Laserhawk yet? No. You fucking should. Why didn't you watch Laserhawk? I haven't watched any of it. I thought for sure, like Jade and like that pig guy being in it, I think would have like been enough to sell you on it. But I guess not.
0: Well, when you told me it's not, they're not significant. I'm like, okay, well.
1: I mean, they're not insignificant, but it's not (laughs) like it's not. What I said was, it's not a beyond a good and evil show. Don't go into this expecting a beyond a good and evil show. Like, yeah, there, there may players in the plot but there it's not like a show about beyond good and evil the same way it's not a far cry show or it's not like a, a the crew show or a rayman show it is like its own thing but it's still fucking cool like i liked it
0: yeah i gotta watch it that. that should be in this list though like over twisted metal over gran turismo yeah but. If,
1: if we're putting gran turismo on this list captain laser hawk should be on this list too
0: But, but yeah. whatever. Hamtaro says in the chat, he said, the people got to push Baldur's Gate 3 to ensure it's solidified as the gaming standard that greedy, shitty companies don't want it to be. Um, I think yes and no. The problem with Baldur's Gate is that that game was in early access for like several years before it came out. Yeah. You could buy that yeah. game before to like way before it came out. Yeah, and I remember
1: the trailer I, for it being dropped at the Game Awards a couple years back. Remember? Yeah. I remember that tra- it got announced, the trailer came out for it. It was like now in early access.
0: So I don't I don't think you really want, I don't think you really want, let's for example, EA to put out like an early access Mass Effect for like six years, <laughs> and you can buy it and play it for six years before it's actually out. Uh, like, I don't know if you want that.
1: Like that's the expectation we want to set. Yeah.
0: Um, but you know, because that's that's what they had to do in order to fund and finish that game. Which
1: yeah, there's got to be a middle ground though between like having it sitting in the access for like years, and people playing an unfinished game.
0: Well, the middle ground is if you're EA, you can just fund the game and then put it out when it's ready. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you know, like Larian didn't really have that luxury because you know, they're, they're not working with as much money as these guys are, you know, but EA can just say, Hey, put the game when it's out. No microtransactions. no pre-order bullshit. You know, none of this garbage. But, Which they uh, totally
1: could do, but the fact that they haven't, like, is really annoying. But yeah. I mean it's they're they're their, their, their bullshit starting to backfire, so hopefully we'll see that like start to clear up. But people are really quick to forget, like fuck EA. The same way they were really quick to forget fuck Konami.
0: <laughs> yeah, but so, there was also see. there was also a fuck Capcom for a while there too, so
1: yeah, and it was there till they turned their shit around. Like, yeah. And I, I didn't forget. Don't think I forgot. Like, fucking Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and it's like on this DLC. I didn't forget that shit. <laughs> I never forget.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, game awards. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna watch it. I. I don't care about these awards at all. Me neither. I. It's it's a show where they announce things now, and that's yeah. why you watch. That's
1: the only reason why I follow it is to see like what's getting announced, and like that's it.
0: Yeah. So that is next month, December seven. So.
1: Yeah. So go check it out when it drops.
0: Excited to see um, some uh, cool. Death Stranding news. <laughs> Which. Uncle G Kojima to come out and. Just do some crazy shit.
1: I want to see some shit too. Just like, oh, Death Stranding is gonna be on iPhone now.
0: <laughs> That'd be insane. Dude, Death Stranding VR. That, that sounds VR. like some
1: Kojima shit though. Like that—that that absolutely sounds like some Kojima shit. Yeah. Like here's unironically Death Stranding running on like iPhone 15, and it's like, and we're gonna put a lot more effort into it than you expect us to. Well, they're
0: bringing a lot of shit to iPhone though. It's it's kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting to see it being taken seriously as an actual gaming platform. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm curious to see where how that pans out in the future.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes, too. Um, also, Steam Deck OLED got announced, so that's a thing, because everybody needs uh, an OLED model now.
0: Yeah, that is launching today. Uh, right now, maybe. No, not yet. 11... Time. I
1: didn't. I didn't really see a lot on this article. Is there like? Is it going to cost as much as like a regular Steam Deck or?
0: Same price.
1: Okay. For, so sorry. I got the, a Steam Deck before this got announced.
0: The middle model and the top tier model are just they're getting upgraded to OLED, but also a few more upgrades. Even after like the screen is bigger, um, the battery's bigger. The uh, Wi-Fi. They're upgrading the Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi 6E.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So, just a lot of uh, small upgrade. I think it's like faster RAM. So it's not like a it's not like a significant upgrade in terms of performance. Though you will see a slight performance increase, just as a side effect of them making these slight. Uh, incremental upgrades but um this thing launches in like 45 minutes it goes live so
1: there
0: you go. keep your finger on the trigger if you're trying to get one because um they said they said they have like enough in stock and they're not gonna they have measures in place to prevent bots from buying them all so we'll see but um it's exciting, man. People people love it. So
1: Yeah, that's good for them. Like I still I'm still like on the fence of like what like portable like you know, gaming device I want to get. It's between the Steam Deck. I know Asus has the ROG ally, I think. Yeah. It looks really good. So there there's a lot of options out there. I'm just like debating on which option I want to go with
0: yeah i would say wait for the next the next generation of these things that's where it's really gonna like these ones are cool but i think i feel like the next ones are gonna be the ones where it's like yeah this is this is a fucking ps5 in your pocket
1: yeah especially now that like the competition's starting to get there so i feel like we're gonna see some cool shit hopefully So we'll see when that when when those come out, and some other quickies because we haven't talked about Grim Dawn in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Grim Dawn's version one point two is launching today. I didn't even know this was happening. Yes. <laughs> they are significantly changing the game. It looks like.
0: Yeah, this is a huge update.
1: Huge, huge update. Huge
0: update. This is not update. even this is not even the one that they announced, like not like a couple months ago. Um, this is just an, a huge update before the huge, huge update, uh, and they're just adding and changing and yeah, so just, much stuff. just tweaking the class a bunch.
1: Stuff alone is just like insane. Yeah. From what it looks like, they're trying to. What it looks like here, from what I'm reading here, is they're trying to to make a lot of the um, the power scaling. And people aren't going to like what I'm going to say here, but hear me out. It sounds like the, the power scaling, at least the class changes, is trying to more match, like, with Diablo, where you're seeing trying to see more immediate, like, huge, like, impacts. Yeah. Because there's things like, like, Nightblade, for example, Amaras' Blade Burst, which is, like, an AoE attack, increases animation by 20%, and significantly increased cold damage scaling with rank. Meaning that, like, it's doing a lot more damage with each, and it scales higher with each time you level it up. Um, same with Amorasa's Quick Cut with the Nightblade class. Like, it's increased base damage percentage by 10% scaling with weapon damage. So it seems like everything's getting a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, hits a little bit harder, more potential for cool effects. And it seems like that's what it's trying to lean towards now, which is cool with me. Cause like it takes a minute for without mods, it takes a minute for that game to like really start to feel good. Yeah. But if they're gonna make stuff more immediate, you know, make those effects more immediate to notice, like that's cool with me, man. I fucks with that.
0: Yeah. Just there's a lot of. I haven't I haven't really gotten too too into Grim Dawn. I was playing it for a little bit like last month. I was playing it, <laughs> um, a lot. So um it's just a fun fucking it's just a fun fucking game man and um yeah it it sounds like they're just making a lot of changes to make it more faster more fun more like they're increasing drop rates um
1: they're increasing drop rates uh now mutators which are like there's uh there's um dungeons you can run through that have like certain like modifications to them and a lot of them have like negative aspects. They, they took out all the negative aspects of those mutators now. Um, they're just trying to make it like it's like I said, they're trying to make it like faster, more frantic, funner. Um, is there anything about mob density in here? No, nothing. I'm trying to find something. Yeah. They're trying to change like how monsters work. Um. Yeah there's like oh, There's a whole fucking bunch of stuff here That's being changed man And I'm cool with it Like I'm cool with it Um, I'm 110% cool with this Like a lot of the stuff they're changing Is like for the better just to make the game funner And less grindy to fe- Or feels less grindy to play through Like I'm cool with it like Grim Dawn yeah. is the kind of game that's like this game's been around forever, dude, and I'm glad it's still yeah, getting updated
0: stuff. I love when games get continued, significant updates like this, man. Yeah. Because it just Same. it just bolsters that game's longevity. Um, I, there's a ton of Diablo-like games that have come out around the window when like, Grim Dawn came out, or even like after Grim Dawn came out. That still don't get the level of support that this is getting. Yeah. So,
1: Grim Dawn came out February of 2016, dude.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's crazy. it's been out for
1: a minute. Yeah, it's been out for a minute, and it's starting to get more updates, more t- changes, more tweaks. I'm cool with it, man. That's the kind of game that keeps on giving. Like, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. And the same developer. I think they're working on the Titan Quest sequel, right? Am I making that up?
0: Are they? No, I'm making
1: that up. Okay. No, so I got confused because a lot of the members of this team here worked on the first Titan Quest, and I think Titan Quest Two is still owned by THQ. Yeah, so that sequel is being done by uh by THQ. But no, if you liked Grim Dawn, like, apparently Titan Quest has, like, just as many updates, which are more, because the game's been out, like, forever. And it just got, like, I think got, like, a new expansion, like, a little while ago. And the Titan Quest engine was used for Grim Dawn, so, you know, something you might be into if you want to try it. Yeah. So many, and there's discussion. so many
0: good, uh, there's so many good Diablo games coming out, man, that...
1: Yeah. There are (laughs) make
0: me feasting good.
1: Yeah, dude. If you're into these types of games, which like I am, (laughs) this is something. This something you gotta look forward to. Um, and discussion topic. I remembered what my topic was. Oh shit! It's this. I remembered it It was this, but was uh, it this? this?
0: Oh, okay. It's a sub
1: level of this. Um, so romance options in video games. There's a topic about it. I I specifically wanted to go into, but. Yeah, romance options in video games is a very divisive topic, especially when you look at, I don't know what direction you want to go with it, but there's a lot of things you could use to complain about it or praise it. The biggest issue I have with romance options in games is it kind of plays up romance options as like a reward, right? Like you take the time to like play the game, get to the end of the game, romance this character, and you get rewarded with a sex scene.
0: Well, okay no go on which I is, wasn't I wasn't which is
1: like yeah which is like not indicative of like romance at all in real life you know everyone's different you know some some people like you know I'm just gonna say come out and say it some people fuck on the first date for example right it doesn't mean anything some people don't hold up sex to a pedestal like we do in video games you know there are some people that like have sex on the first date and there's some people who for example like don't don't put out until it's with someone they really know or care about. Some people, you know, everyone's different on their scale of, like, sexual activity. And I wish more games, like, represented that. You know, there are some characters that, like, you know, will have sex with you on the first date or the first interaction with them. Or some characters that, like, just aren't into you. I would love to see that, for example. You know, some some people just... So I was thinking something in my brain, you know, to completely revamp how romance works. And the idea that, your character can look any way, but it's what they do is what's going to get people to care about them and open up these romance dialogues is kind of bullshit to me. You know, like some some girls, for example, like facial hair. So maybe, like, if your character and the character customization has facial hair, it might make that romance option easier to open into or open up some unique dialogue. You know, I would love to see stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's this cookie-cutter, like do the thing, say the right dialogue options, character's gonna have sex with you at the end of the game. Which is, like, I think, kind of a misrepresentation of how this stuff actually works in real life. Again, the stuff I'm talking about is gonna be so hard to program and talk about, but I would love to see something like that, for example. um, Or, you know, some characters maybe just don't like a lot of what you do or what you say, so it could be, you know, what you say to them might influence... The romance option but you do outside of that you know the actions you take in the game probably might turn some people off for example like i would love to see more of that uh give me some more complicated romance options because romance isn't simple it's not this cookie cutter thing for everybody
0: this actually wasn't the angle that i was thinking about but it is this is this is a good angle though because there are games that are like for example Bethesda games are really bad at this because they they care about oh man this is is gonna sound bad but they care about inclusivity too much to where every character in the game is gay and straight regardless so I hate that I hate that
1: because this is one thing I love about cyberpunk right is Judy is like the the poster like romance character She's in all the promotional material. People love Judy, but she is exclusive to female characters. She's she's gay in the game. See, she's I didn't not know bi. that. She is gay. So if you are a male character or a female character with male genitalia, she's not into it.
0: I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah.
1: I love that. I love that because make a character who's straight, make a character who's gay, make a character who's bi, that's fine, but have them stick to that. Yeah. Don't let me romance like don't let me romance like anybody whenever I want because that's not realistic, that's not how the world works. And a lot of characters get written as like a gay character, but when you go to romance them as a male character, they give you the romance option anyway, and that's kind of problematic because it's it. Uh, I know it's not supposed to be saying this, it's just a game. So before you say that, I acknowledge it's the game. But that kind of alludes to the fact that maybe, oh, you could, like, you can make a gay person straight if you're, like, cool enough or you say the right thing to them, which is, like, not cool at all to, like, acknowledge. Yeah. And I hate that. Um, again, romance is something that's more complicated than that. And I would love to see a game, like, nail that. It's never going to happen because that's not how games work, you know. You have to work towards something and, reward, and it rewards you for it. And I would love to see more games do that again, like have some- not just gay or straight, but like certain preferences like the facial hair thing I gave you. Maybe you can like date this person if you don't have facial hair, but maybe it's a little bit more difficult for
0: you, you know, yeah to do so and Boulder's Gate is a good example because I mean there's a there's there's racist characters in the like from the beginning, you meet, you run into a character who's like, she's a Yankee. She's how they're savages, and you're like, God damn, you're fucking like relax. <laughs> but yeah. it is like that thing. Like there should be like, you know, maybe someone's not into, you know, maybe someone's not into the Asians or something. If you made like an Asian character, or uh you know, shit like that. This even, this isn't even the angle that I was thinking of. What what would trigger this for me was. I was playing Starfield, and um, there's there's a scene. It when when you there's there's a scene in the main quest where this is gonna be a spoiler for anyone who's not. But it's like it's not even fucking yeah. Whoever you're like, whoever the game thinks you're closest to, they'd kill okay or they try to kill you can like save them if you want but they they make like a oh no x is in trouble and x ends up being whatever the character is that it thinks you're closest to so like whoever you've gone on the most missions with or who whoever you've had in your party for the longest they think that you care about that person so they try yeah. to kill them for me I was only using, I didn't care about anyone in that fucking game. So when they tried to pull the string of, oh no, fucking this, this guy's going to die. I'm like, okay, like, I don't give a, I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) It was like, for me, like romance options in video games, I just never care about them because they are always this like gamified thing of. Yeah, you want to see my boobies? Yeah, look at that. Or uh...
1: yeah, exactly. It's like a reward for playing the game, like, and even yeah. like with Mass Effect, for example, which is like one of the games I love. And you can like build up these relationships with characters. How you get there is so like, like cookie cutter and like gamey, because you don't have to bring the characters on any missions with you. Like I could I could bench Liara the entire game but as long as I have the right conversation with her after every mission it's fine like she wants to fuck my brains out at the end of the game yeah and it's super weird to me to like to see that because they make it sound like oh we love each other but we talked for a combined total of maybe an hour because i'm just like speed running all these like dialogue options now yeah and i would love to see more subtle stuff you know throughout throughout these games like
0: so there was
1: conversation but you know open up like options to actually like take people out or something or get them gifts or remember stuff about them. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into like romance in real life. I would love to see games adapt like half of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was another one um, that made me think about this, which was I was watching some old giant bomb podcast. They they have like a 24 seven stream on on Twitch that just plays random giant bomb content and this one just happened to be like an old podcast where they were talking about stardew valley and someone brought up i've been playing stardew valley and one of the other podcasters was like oh who who'd you who'd you marry like that was like their first question was like who'd you marry and then they had an answer oh susan and i was like wait what (laughs) like why is that why is that the first question when someone says like i've been playing stardew valley but like in that game yeah it's like you can marry like everyone in that game and they all have different preferences and likes and dislikes but it's always like it's not it's nothing i think in that game is more silly than serious at times but everyone has like their likes and dislikes and you can give someone like a rock and they're like oh i love it because they just happen to like rocks, um, shit like that. But I don't know. Like if I, I played a little bit of Stardew Valley, but the last thing that I would wanted to do in that game was like romance any of the characters. So and that, that's
1: what I mean. Like I wanna see games that like really take that to the next level. And not just that, but like you could have like random idea. Anyone who wants to steal this idea for you gonna go for it. Have random, like different if you have to go like, by a point system, have a different point system for things like sex appeal and for like actual like romantic like feelings, you know, because you can like love someone yeah. without wanting to fuck them or you can want to fuck but, someone without actually. But, but, well,
0: here's the thing though, what, what I'm getting at with this, the whole, the yeah. whole, the whole thing I'm getting at is, yeah. um, and I want some input. I want some input from, the listeners and the viewers and the chatters and shit i want some input from everyone on this which is do you care about romance options in video games is the ultimate question is do you care because even if they did have a very robust system for this shit i don't care that's the thing i just don't care it's never something i'm going to engage in in any game no matter how robust it is I'm just, I'm never going to care about a fictional relationship with a fictional character in this video game that I'm playing, unless it has, for example, if it's, if I'm playing a game like Final Fantasy or something, and, uh, and my healer is like a very useful character, and my healer dies... That's something I have more of a connection with. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's my healer. They've been with me since the beginning, man, and I lost my fucking healer. What are we going to do? Now we're in trouble. Is like I have so much more of a connection when that kind of shit happens than, oh, no, my wife died in this video game. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it has to yeah. be, for me, there has to be a... Uh, um, like a gameplay connection
1: i'm glad you bring that up because one game that does that pretty well at least i think it does to an extent is uh persona because the persona games has a social link system and you can hang out with people outside of the main game and build up that social link so because the game takes place over like a certain calendar date right you it's up to you how you want to spend your days and so you could like ask your buddies to hang out you can go to work you can go to school study for exams read a book so it makes you kind of put in the work you know if you want to have this friendship with somebody you have to invite them out see what they want to do personally it unlocks like separate side quests and dialogue options for them but when you level up the social link it unlocks abilities for the character and i fucking love that that's focused behind like yeah actually interacting with them like one a great example it's not a big deal in persona 5 but persona 4 um the games are very punishing less so on 5 but more so in 4 which is the example i want to use uh if your party member if your your pa- your party dies it's not a big deal but if the main character gets knocked out or fainted the game's over like, you don't get a chance to control the other characters to bring them back. Like, that's yeah. it. Uh, start over. In Persona 4, if you get to a certain social link, your characters will unlock an ability where if you're about to get hit by an attack that would kill you, your party members will, like, shove you out of the way and take the hit for you. Yeah. And that is so fucking cool, because it it gamifies it by rewarding you with an ability that's useful in the game. But it also, like, narratively, it shows the connection you're having with these characters. Because now they just go from, like, a party member to, like, your friend. And jumping in front of a hit like that is something a friend's gonna do for you. And you have to get to a certain friendship level to do it. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Persona is a great example.
1: Yeah. And again, like, it gives you, like, you have to put in the work to do it, right? Like, you have to call the character up, make time in the day to hang out with them. And in the earlier persona games, you could fuck it up by saying the wrong thing. If you if you take the wrong dialogue option, you could fuck it up and set your social link back or like completely eliminate it in the earlier games. Yeah. So stuff like that, I would love to see more of. Like let me put in the work. Don't don't let me just like do the Mass Effect thing where I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to just say the right dialogue options and then they just want to jump my bones afterward."
0: Yeah. Or just not even like not even just like typical like relationship type shit where it's like oh you're my girlfriend now or like we're married now, just even yeah. like in you can have like a like a, a genuine bond with characters like like uh yeah. like XCOM like in the XCOM games where it is like if any of these characters die they're dead for good. So if you do have like a squad that you've been rolling with. Heavy since like the beginning of the the campaign, and you've managed to like take them through some some battle. Like you've seen some shit together, man. You you guys have like, you know, that's your squad right there. If anyone dies, you have like a genuine connection to those to those to that team. Yeah, and like that's that. that's yeah. something I I don't really get from just the arbitrary type fucking uh like fallout type shit where it's like hey man i can we talk for a second hey we've been traveling we, i feel like we're like best buds, bro and i just want to let you know you know i've never told anyone this before but you really saved my life back there <laughs> and it's like dude we're like there's raiders like right in front of us can we chill out for a second <laughs> like
1: i see what you mean and that's the difference between like like, a video game reason to care, and, like, a narrative reason to care. It's, it's the game, like, telling you you should care about this yeah. versus, like, you naturally developing care through gameplay. Yeah. And, again, Persona, like, does that super well, because it's like, yo, my healer is really cool, or my DPS guy is really cool. Um, I want to do their social links so I can unlock more of their skills and make them more useful in combat. Yeah. So you get, you get, like, you get it on both sides. You get a narrative reason to care for them when they tell you about, like, their life, their upbringing and the things that they're dealing with, and then you get, like, a gameplay reason to care for them by making them stronger or more effective in combat. And that's so fucking cool. Like, I love when games do stuff like that, instead of just the regular, like, oh, pick the right options, you get a sex scene at the end of the game, or or you get a character telling you in the credits like how much you mean to them. Yeah. Like And not just romance, but any genuine, like, relationships in games are something that's so hard to, like, to get right. And again, I could talk about the gamified stuff of it, like, all day, but...
0: Yeah, it's just the thing is, it works on people. People enjoy that yeah. stuff. People... When I heard Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games was talking about his experience with Starfield, um, I was like, he's having the perfect intended Starfield experience, which is, you fall in love with one of these characters, they die, and then you do the New Game Plus over and over again to try to fix it, but he kept fucking it up. Every time he knew game plus, it was like he was stuck in like a groundhog day type of loop where he kept fucking it up. And I was like, this is the perfect, this is the intended perfect experience that he's having that I would never have because I don't give a fuck about any of these characters. Yeah. And like that's what like that was one thing that clicked for me. It was just like people actually care about this stuff. And like these games are like doing a great thing for those people, but for me, it does nothing.
1: Yeah, and that's something that like I, I'm I'm surprised hasn't really evolved yet, especially with like how much we're trying to get things like more realistic. You know, you have a game like Red Dead where Redemption Two come out, and it's like oh, like horse balls, like realistically, like dropping <laughs> shrivel with like the fucking temperature, but we can't get a fucking relationship sh- relationship like system like down correctly. Yeah. Um and again I could see why like you said like, cuz the, the way it's done right now works for people. Like it's like, you know, you say the right thing, do the right thing, and then you get a sexy at the end of the game or something. Or the characters tell you like, "Oh, you mean a lot to me." When you And that's the thing I hate about Mass Effect as much as I love the Mass Effect games because the characters do put a lot of work into like you know, their own personal stuff, you, you see their own like you know, their own desires and weaknesses and then for the game to just the fact that I could just bench Liara for the entire game and just talk to her for a couple minutes after each mission and that be enough for her to like tell me she loves me and like create yeah. this like this this romantic relationship is like insane to me and is it perfect? No, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. Is it the worst thing in the world? No, it's not that either. But it is very frustrating to see like how good it could be. And we're just not seeing that here. Um, again, I know programming something like that, the way how I want it to work, you know, where it actually impacts gameplay and characters react like somewhat realistically. If you don't take up my missions, you know, I want characters to bring up like, hey, how can we never take me on missions with you? Like Yeah. And then that could open up a dialogue option too. Like it you know, depend on the character, you can tell them, I don't want you to get hurt. And, you know, some characters might, like, be okay with that. Some characters might get offended. Like, fuck you. I'm, like... (laughs) I'm competent. Yeah. You know, and then have that, like... That's what I want to see. I want to see something that's, like, different for every character that impacts gameplay, maybe unlocks more abilities. Mass Effect 3 does that to an extent because you can build up every character's loyalty separately. And once you do their loyalty mission, that character unlocks new abilities. But... Again, it's still kind of gamified with the way it's done. It's just say the right thing, do the right, at the right time, and you unlock this loyalty mission. So, I want to see games do something like a a perfect hybrid of the two, right? You know, something that's like, that narratively, like, you know, makes sense. You know, you you have to say the right thing, do the right thing, but also frequently keep up with that person and maintain their interest. You can't just, like, ignore them until the next like scheduled like dialogue option because they're going to get bored with you if you're not responding to them
0: yeah and bobby like, Bobby ooh, brackens in the chat That's no, hello. I but and i don't know yeah, i, I have
1: some gameplay significance too like i said
0: i i'm all about the gameplay significance it was yeah. like the same thing like when i was playing Baldur's gate 3 and I ran into the, the there was a mage character. It was the first, it was, they throw all the characters at you pretty much like right in the like beginning of that game. So you get to meet like a diverse cast of characters who have different strengths and weaknesses. And the mage character, the mage guy, was like the most useful guy in the entire, well... That that I had met up until that point, to the point where I was like, "You cannot die. If anything happens to you, I will be upset because you are extremely useful. You're buffing this entire party. You're keeping us all alive. If you die, everyone else is gonna die before you." So like, but that was like the connection. Like right off the bat, I was like, "That's that's that's my guy right there. That's my guy." Yeah. And I just I never feel that. Con- contrast that with like Starfield where every character is just mechanically the same you know no one does anything different no one has any different abilities or anything unique about them other than the way they look and talk and you know the things they say so it's like that's um so like yeah like Mass Effect same thing like Mass Effect characters have all they all have different abilities to a certain extent like some like ultimately mostly they're just shooting guns and then throwing powers and they might have the same powers um, but yeah I don't know I feel like I feel like when it comes to like the romance shit I just don't care about the romance shit it's more of like what are your what are your strengths and weaknesses as a as a companion in my party and do i fuck with that and if not then you know i don't really care but if you do then i'm like yeah that's my guy bringing you on the team what do you do or you're a tank or bringing you on the team uh yeah, yeah that's
1: what i want to see too i want to see more like natural relationships come from like the attachment to the character, like, as a commodity in your party, and then from there, like, work it up, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Um And again, Persona's, like, really good with that, because you unlock some of the best abilities from, like... So if there's a character you like, and you know, like, oh, I can unlock abilities by bumping up their social link, there's the incentive there to, like, you know, work through it with them. And... I wanna see more games do that while at the same time keeping a narrative reason. Cause like they they the it hooks in with the with the mechanics, right? The mechanic reason what hooks you in. The narrative stuff is there, so you follow it along anyway, and you get to know the character like as a character. So it's hitting you on both ends. I would love to see shit like that. Yeah. Um and again, let gay characters be gay. Like at the end, I wanna finish it off with that. If a character is written as gay, let them be gay. If a character is written as straight, let them be yeah. straight.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: Like don't don't give me like every don't make every character romanceable from every gender just because you don't wanna you don't want like some shitty fanboy to be upset their waifu like won't fuck them. (laughs) Like I don't wanna see that. Again, like Cyberpunk handles that super well. Characters that are straight are straight. Characters that are gay are gay. And they don't like and they don't uh they don't uh branch off of that. And I love seeing that. I wish more gay. That's
0: great. Life. I need to I get watch back watch. into Cyberpunk, man. I, yeah, I...
1: dude. There's characters in there. Like Pan Am is a she's great. She, she'll only she's only romanceable with a male character with male genitalia. Only option. And same with um Carrie Uridine is gay. And he's super cool. And but again, he's gay, so a female V is like a no-go for him. And I think it's cool the game like it's that's it's hard set on that. That's how these characters are, that's how they're written. And uh, nothing's gonna change that and I love that.
0: That's that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh that's all I had to say about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same. Good 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 uh good uh good discussion topic there. Yeah. Uh, suicide Squad, kill the Justice League.
0: Hold on, Bobby Bracken said, "Are you all attempting to buy the new Steam Deck?" Did no, but it's not. You got eight minutes before it actually launches, so yeah. you got eight minutes before you can hit the button. So yeah. if you just in case you didn't know that, now you do. If you're still here,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to buy it. I'm trying to wait to see like what else comes out. But yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, we got a new Justice League
0: trailer. Okay, so. I haven't seen yet. So, So, remember they delayed this game about months ago. This game was supposed to have launched like six months ago. uh, And they delayed it significantly. So, with that in mind, this is the first piece of footage they've shown since then. All right? Yeah. And can you tell the improvements they've made? I I'm actually gonna say, okay. I people were very negative about this.
1: Yeah, with good reason, with all the fucking the, I'm
0: live actually I'm slightly positive on this. Yeah. Because this I think this looks okay. I did think they take
1: the, out the live service bullshit?
0: No, they did not. But You know i don't have a problem with that as long as as long as the game is good i'm fine with it as long as they've designed the game with that stuff in mind and they've uh you know taken the steps they needed to take to make it a good live service experience i mean come on like we're we're in the like sony announced that they have 12 live service games in the works Oh no, no! Now it's only six. They've, they've, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Sony is like going. This is the world we live in now, man. Like this is it. <laughs> but this looks like a good one. This looks like it could be good. They've taken a lot of. I think they took the six months that they're delaying. I think it was six months. They're taking that delay and they're they're not changing anything about the core idea of this game but they're adding in more of the what you expect from a like an Arkham they call it the Arkhamverse in this Uh which I didn't know is that what it's called
1: <laughs> I don't fucking know but,
0: but they're taking what they've what you expect from an Arkham game and it looks like I think that's what they've they're putting into this in this delay uh is in the combat and the um the movement abilities the combat abilities and i think that's what they're trying to show here because nothing else has changed it's still that game but they're showing more of the combat scenarios which i think looks it looks, looks like it to be fun uh,
1: i mean I'll, I'll i haven't watched the whole video so yeah But from when I'm like flashing through it, they are emphasizing the story like a lot more.
0: Yeah. Now, so. And the story looks good. The story looks good. The characters look good. The dialogue seems like it's written well. Um, they got (laughs) Samoa (laughs) Joe.
1: This looks like Agents of Mayhem.
0: It looks like it looks like Sunset Overdrive with like the movement abilities and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. It reminded me a lot of Sunset Overdrive and like maybe yeah maybe a little Agents of Mayhem. But, like that's like fun, like give me like a lot of like fun movement options and yeah, and let me play around with that stuff. um you know, it's a different tone than the dark and gritty, oh, as soon as I said that, fucking <laughs> they said it in the in the trailer here, but yeah, it's just a different tone from those like Batman games, which was supposed to be dark and gritty, but you know the suicide squad shit is more you know, it's more bright and lively. So they're focusing on like a a lot more like colorful movement options and like character expression through movements and abilities and shit. I don't know. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about this game because it looks like they're, it looks like they're trying to do the Arkham thing, but just in a different vibe, you know, which I'm cool with. Yeah. Like I fucks with it. So we'll see when it comes out,
1: man. And we get closer to the release date what the shit looks like. But I'm into it so far.
0: A lot of people are um, just like, Yeah, they gave Captain Boomerang a gun. let let him use his and boomerang. Or they gave uh Deadshot. Is that his name? Deadshot has guns in his wrist. Just let him use those. Uh which, you know, is like valid, I guess, but you know, I want to. I want to trust that they're gonna do right by this. You know, they delayed it significantly. I want to. I want to believe that this is gonna be good because it looks good. It looks like they actually care about this. So.
1: Yeah, it looks like this could be fun. So I'm like, let's let's do it, man. Like, let's do it. Bring it on. We'll see what it looks like when it comes out. Yeah. Excuse me, i yawning. Um, next, Shantae Advance: Risky Revolution is coming out finally. So those of you don't know, um, the Shantae series started out life as a Game Boy Color game that came out like I think six months after the Game Boy Advance released. And Way Forward, which I think we're still called Way Forward at the time, we're working on a sequel to it for the Game Boy Advance that got canceled. Um, and then Shantae came back. With the uh, DSiWare games. But we never got that Shantae Advance that they worked on. Until now. It's happening. Here it is. It's coming out now. Yeah. Which is cool to see. Like, it looks cool, but it looks like a Game Boy Advance-ass Game Boy Advance game. So, yeah. I'm worried that's not gonna have a lot of the polish the newer Shantae games have, but it still looks cool. Like, Shantae's like a fun series, right? Shantae's a cool character. It's really bouncy, bubbly. The platforming's
0: cool. I think it looks, it, I think it looks great. Yeah. Like some of the stuff is showing here. I'm like, could, I think they're doing, they're trying to build it with the limitations of the Game Boy Advance in mind, you know, and mm-hmm. I, because I think they are releasing this as a Game Boy Advance cartridge too. So that's, I think if that's the. If they
1: are, I couldn't tell because the trailer that's in here, when you see the character portraits, the character portraits are like high definition.
0: The portraits are, yeah, but well, I think you the can do that.
1: And the, the the portraits and the um the text, so like eighteen seconds in.
0: I think you can do that on a on a GBA.
1: Oh, you cannot. No. <laughs> you cannot. No, you cannot. Look at a uh, chain of memories.
0: Oh Again, yeah, the, no, uh, you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The portraits are all like yeah. um,
1: pixelate, and so is the text.
0: Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, that's not. That's definitely not. <laughs>
1: That this is going to release on a GBS GBA it's not going to handle it um
0: yeah um
1: so we we'll, it looks i mean i'm i'm i love Shantae i so could sworn counts.
0: i could have sworn they were doing the GBA version though it but could be a
1: different version
0: yeah this might not be that version
1: yeah if they're doing a GBA version that's fine with me like go ahead But yeah, what we're seeing here in the trailer, if this is supposed to be indicative of what we're going to see in the final game, like, yeah, yeah, that character portrait is, like, not going to work on it.
0: The the UI, the UI assets. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Those are very very HD, so. Yeah. Okay. But still, it looks good. Still looks good. It looks good.
1: Like, I'm not shitting on it. It looks good. Like, I like Shantae. Um... I never played any of the Shantae games before the DSI games, so like I played uh, Risky's Revenge, which was fucking incredible. Yeah. And I played um, what's the newest one they just released? Not Seven Sirens, like the one before that. Half Genie Hero. Half
0: Genie. Yeah.
1: That one's really fucking good. I love Half Genie Hero. I was worried I wasn't gonna like it because they took away the uh, the pirate abilities, and now it's just like oh, you can transform now, and that's kind of annoying. Yeah, but it works. It works. I think the pirate abilities are way cooler because it's more reactive, but it's still cool. I like what I played through.
0: I just think they just don't. They aren't they? Don't they kickstart all of these games? What? The Shantae game. Like, aren't they all through Kickstarter? Or at least Half Genie was. I think that could be the reason why. That could be the reason Half why, was. The reason why it was, was a little less. A so s- smaller in scope.
1: So it's it's still a big game. Like, actually, Hero is still a big game, and it has yeah. like fucking four campaigns to play through. So, but it's
0: all through like the same content, but just as like different characters yeah. with different abilities.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's like one set of characters that have their own like special thing, but I can't remember. But yeah. That's more or less the case with it. It's still fun, though. It's still fun as fuck. Like, I still have a blast with it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that it's, like, smaller in scope. I and mean, Risky's Revenge was a pretty small game, but it was really tight and felt really good to play through. So, we'll see when this comes out. I'm gonna check it out at least. I do fucking love me some Shantae, so I'm gonna check it out at least. Now, what's this? Inzoi? Okay, so... Inzoi. <laughs> yeah, explain this to me, because it looks like fucking...
0: I was uh I was scrolling through my later. I was scrolling through my YouTube recommended list and this showed up and I was like what the fuck is this? It says gameplay demo, it's in Korean. So I'm like what is this? And they they put it up 3 days ago, so it was it was new. So I was like what the fuck is this? It is a it's a Sims basically, but yeah. it's a Korean Sims so now if you look at this i'm gonna scroll in a little bit because if you look at this it's very fucking it's very high quality yeah um i'm like holy shit this is actually like this looks incredible um and that's basically it. It's a Korean Sims. It looks very high quality. So
1: You know the Sims needs competition. So It
0: does. There's only one other there's that one other game I think from the um I think the City Skyline guys are doing it. um Life by You, which is a terrible name. Not that not that this game has a better name in Zoi. Uh but yeah, there's that other one called Life by You that looks like it looks very similar to this. It's very realistic and it does like half sims half like gta type shit where you can actually control the character and walk around and do shit um so yeah the sims definitely needs competition so just because people seem unhappy with the state of the sims and they have no other alternatives so it's great this one looks really cool uh but it's yeah. one of those it's another one of those remember that uh remember that other Korean game that they showed at the Game Awards like I think it was like a year or two ago? Um I don't remember what the I fuck it exactly was called. About, yeah, but the, they look like, they look so fake. Kids. Yeah, it was like the kids they don't look like real fucking games. <laughs> like that's how good they look. It looks so good that they can't be real. And that's how good this looks. Where I'm like, this doesn't look real, but it it does look like a video game. V.
1: that's what it's called. V, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, same thing, same thing here. Where like it looks too good almost, but um, it looks good. It looks good. So I was, I always want them to go too far with it though. I always want them to like do like, okay, you can let me do like all this life shit what about like the dark side kind of like be like a drug addict or kind of like do like, like, a serial killer? yeah, can I be a serial killer? Can I,
1: that would be cool. So imagine like, like a Sims game, right? You still have to do all the same shit, but you're also like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually, I would play that. Someone should make a mod <laughs> of that for the Sims.
0: I'm sure should that probably exists.
1: Life. Yeah. The your day-to-day life will also like your need to kill people.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what that life by you game is supposed to be. It's supposed to be extremely moddable so that people can kind of just do just create their own scenarios and And shit like that. So Yeah, if you could do that, that's that'd that'd be really cool. So these games I I would imagine are extremely difficult to make so (laughs) um uh, but oh God, it yeah, it looks
1: like there's so many customizations option here, just for like building like rooms and stuff. Like they're putting a chair together, and they're picking like the the the, the, feet, the feet for, for the, cha- the chair. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, so, th- yeah, so even this crazy. this even gets into some like Sim City shit because they go out into the city and they're like changing the billboard textures and shit, and changing the trees in the city. And I'm like, that's crazy. a
1: lot going on here yeah way to go this korean deb Crafton. is that what you are Crafton? yeah
0: so yeah i just wanted to reveal this to people because they might not know if you're into the sims yeah put this on your on your radar
1: looks good um and some game releases not a lot like coming out that i'm really excited for um flashback two looks pretty cool. I never played the first flashback, but it's like whatever. Yeah. Um Assassin's Creed is coming out for Nexus VR, so
0: <laughs> I remember do you remember the the fake ass remember Connect was hot and they were like teasing like a bunch of Connect shit and they showed like Assassin's Creed Connect.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And how stupid that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was stupid Periodic. on purpose. It was like supposed to be like a parody. Uh uh, and it was fucking hilarious, but l- we get that in real life now. We actually get it, though. It's not as dumb as it looked back then. Yeah,
1: I've... it's kind of getting here. I mean, we'll see when this comes out, but like,
0: it looks interesting. It looks well from the small footage, yeah. the short amount of footage you are showing here. But like, it kind of it makes me want to, makes me want to get a, a a quest. Yeah.
1: It looks interesting. I'll give it that. Um, That's all I'm saying It's really interesting coming out uh, today. (laughs) Oh, King of Fighters. uh, What is it, 13? Yeah, King of Fighters 13 is coming out today, too. Yeah, I
0: don't know what that is, because that game's already been out, but it's coming to Switch and PS4. Yeah,
1: it's a remake of it. Uh A port of it for modern systems, and it has a rollback netcode now.
0: Oh... Okay. Yeah. So,
1: that's a thing. I like King of Fires 13 because like... It still used like sprites, but it did like the way forward thing where it had these high definition like sprites. Like, I think that's a cool look. So...
0: HD2D. yeah.
1: Yeah, I love seeing that. And what else we got? November seventeenth, they got Bluey the video game. I didn't know this was happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I fucking
1: love Bluey. What the, the fuck a, is Bluey? Father, I love it. It's a cartoon. It's fucking funny.
0: Okay, yeah, it looks like a toddler's cartoon.
1: It's definitely a kid's cartoon, but like, it's funny because like, it's also uh, really funny for the adults too. Like, there's a lot of jokes in there that are like really funny for dads and moms. Like, it's uh-huh. it's cool. I just trust me; it's a good show, right? If you can find it, it's it's funny.
0: Okay. It looks like it looks like like Family Guy. Is this like by that studio or that no, team? It's of, an
1: Australian.
0: Australian. Show. Okay.
1: Yeah. Australian.
0: Okay. This looks like the animation style is a little similar to, like the. Well, I mean, American you're watching
1: the, the, the game. Like, the game has very, like... Oh, is it different? The animations a than... Okay. Like, it, it duplicates it super well, but, like, it's... You can tell it's, like, not the same thing as, like, the, the, the show.
0: Yeah. That's a good trailer. Okay.
1: Yeah, I love the I love Bluey. So, seeing this come out, I'm into it.
0: This game requires a controller in order to play. Playing with a keyboard yeah. and mouse is not supported, so
1: yeah, I figured. <laughs>
0: maybe don't don't buy that game if you don't have a controller.
1: Um, we also got for anyone who's into it: Naruto, C- Crossbaruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, <laughs> Persona Five Tactica is coming out September seventeenth or November seventeenth for that everything. That is a game, a game Pass, yeah. Yep, and Game Pass. Check that out. Oh, we got Super Mario RPG coming out.
0: Heard extremely good things about this.
1: I've heard good things about it, too, so I'm excited to see what that looks I've,
0: like. I've played the SNES version, never finished it, but... I yeah, i played, played a little it. bit of
1: the SNES version, but I never finished it either, so... We'll see when this comes out, but I've heard good things so far already. Uh, next is Tiger Blade. It's a PSVR game that doesn't look too impressive. <laughs> Honestly, it looks like Red Steel. A lot like Red Steel, actually.
0: yeah. Wait, is there a trailer on the on the page? I'm
1: on the link, I'm on the link. But like, I had to look up the trailer separately. Oh. And it looks like Red Steel, but depending on how you feel about Red Steel, like it could be fun. But like, with VR now, we're kind of seeing a bunch of games like this. So. Yeah. I can put up the trailer right now in the stream chat. Hold on.
0: Where yeah, it? it's just when it comes to VR, like after seeing that Assassin's Creed VR thing. How cool that looked! Like I just have different expectations for VR, like Half-Life, Alex, like shit, yeah. like that. Like I feel like the 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 tables have turned for VR. The expectations are a lot higher now when it comes to, to VR shit. I mean, it's okay, it's fine. I have like smaller stuff like this, but uh, I think what I'm looking for is a little more little more uh expansive i think looks okay
1: yeah yeah, this looks okay but it's not doing anything like really new from what i've been seeing before so
0: yeah play this play super hot vr
1: oh yeah that'll be cool yeah um next we got walking dead destinies i still don't fucking understand what this is really
0: dude (laughs) i i saw I was gonna look more into this. I saw uh, I saw the first clip on the uh Steam page and I was like, Oh, is this gonna be good? <laughs> because it's like it looks like a video game, you know what I'm saying? Like it looks like an actual game. You know all the other Walking Dead shits we got have just been like not good. Yeah. But this actually looks like just from the just from the clips that they have in the in the page.
1: Yeah, but it looks so stiff and like. Like, it looks like it's gonna be a bitch and I have to play. I like the idea that you can kind of like rewrite like the story a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, oh, instead of like, you know, Rick killing Shane, it's like the other way around. Or what if like Mer- you actually got to save, Me- uh, what's his name, Merle? Like Daryl's brother? Yeah. Like, I like that. I like that those ideas. I like, got something different than just like adapting the game over again.
0: You can just kill everyone and go solo.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens here. Like, I'd love to see like what this turns into, um, but I I doubt the product's gonna be like that good, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm dying for this to come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm dying for it to come out too, to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, November twentieth, we got in Stars in Time. I don't know anything about this. I about I this. that I talked about. I played yeah, this. I played this. It good.
0: It's good. I played this during the oh, demo it's derby. uh... It's like Earthbound. It's like an Earthbound, but the combat is rock, paper, scissors based. I like that. So you have to actually look at the environment when you're in combat. You look at the environment and they certain characters or enemies will have tells like either in their character portrait or somewhere in the environment. That they're holding up like a rock or something, or you have to like do something. You have to like cast silence on them and then it'll put them to sleep or something. And then it shows their hand and you can see, oh, they're holding up like a rock. And then that lets you know that it's very cool. It's very cool.
1: I like that. I'm gonna check this out then. It looks cool.
0: Party Tranimal in the chat says the limited edition Steam Deck OLED broke the Steam checkout. Damn. i think the limited edition one that's the it's like clear it's like a clear shell which why even just buy a normal steam deck and then there's like third party shells that you can get so but maybe there's maybe there's other stuff different about it but um yeah and, and stars in time it's actually it's on my wish list it's really cool so so cool
1: that looks cool then i'll check it out um after that, we got some games coming out November 21st. Velfaris, Forest looks pretty cool. Looks like a, like a like a like a like a like a rail shooter, not a rail shooter. Um a side scrolling like ship shooter. But that's about it. Oh. And I've never heard of this game coming out November 22nd. This Cronia Chronos Alternate. What is this? Oh, it's not a visual novel. Crazy. It's a Okay, so it's a VR first-person visual novel.
0: It's a VR and non-VR game.
1: It's a first-person visual novel. It says it's an action-adventure first-person visual novel.
0: Um, interesting. Interesting. Solve an impossible murder case in the far-flung future.
1: There's some rhythm shit, too? Like, what is this?
0: This is going on the wish list. (laughs) That's going on the wish list.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right, and that's gonna do it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much.
0: A lot of people trying to buy that Steam Deck right now. Yeah, there are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna partake. I've. I've got my own, but uh. I is... don't
1: have one, so I will probably be waiting until like something else comes out later.
0: Let's see, let's just try to like throw it in. Yeah. Let's just see. Let's do a little quick test here. Oh, it'll, it'll let me. It'll let you? I mean, it'll. You should
1: should buy me one. You should buy me one.
0: Buy you one? I can't even buy myself one right now.
1: Just buy it for me. You have a credit (laughs) card? Get a credit card. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um. I will get one eventually i'm just debating on between like a steam deck or like one of the other like steam deck competitors that are out there um especially now with the steam deck all coming out like i'm sure like asus and some of those other companies are gonna come out with something different so we'll see
0: yeah like i said you're gonna want the next gen of chips to come out i think exactly because the the first gen they're good you know, the it was like they were using the sixty eight hundred, now they're using like the seventy something hundred. But um I think the next ones are gonna be they're gonna be the, the big ones. That's gonna be the one you want, so um but uh that's gonna do it, guys. That's gonna do it. Jump in the jump in the Discord. Jump in the Discord, jump in the Discord, jump in the Discord. Game slash Discord uh the links in the in the doobly do so click the link hop in the discord go to discord hang out with us chat with us play games with us get that new steam deck just buy like six of them and then (laughs) and you'll find some you'll find some way to flip it on some sucker you know uh but uh yeah that's gonna do it thanks for uh Thanks for the people showing up and trying to buy a yeah, Steam we'll, Deck, even though we have nothing. We're not talking about that at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Though.
0: A little bit. We talked about it a little bit. but uh,
1: I got I to gotta get, like, I got to mix his vinegar with water and, like, spray down my yard, apparently. He's going to so. spray
0: the piss out of his yard. So, very yeah. uh, productive day today for all of us. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks. All right.
1: Peace out, everybody.